Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, welcome to the Supplement Episode 8. My name is Mandela and it's my pleasure to be here with you live and direct on YouTube. I'm based in Bermuda, so is PJ and Andrew is all the way over in Wales and we're here to answer any questions that you may or may not have, any feedback that you want to give, any comments, if there's a ticker that you want to look at or if there's something that we say that doesn't make sense, we're live. So the benefit of us being live is we can respond to you on the spot. We can even post your comments live on air. So the first thing we're going to look at is inflation. What does inflation mean to you and I? What does it mean for the markets? It doesn't necessarily mean that prices are going up. It could mean that the sizes of items or the amount of items in your cereal box are going down. Also having a look at Twitter and what Elon Musk is trying to accomplish there. We have a little bit of a section on crypto. I know there's a lot of crypto heads out there. So we want to make sure that we're covering what's the latest and greatest in crypto as well. Um, head and shoulders means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But those of you who are chartists or technical analysis, um, you do know that head and shoulders means a lot more than just shampoo, if you know what I'm saying. Um, we also have our first annual Bit Games. This is incredible. We have over 100 people who are participating. You get 100K and you can trade it however you like. I'm going to try and get the first place, the current first place um, trader on the phone during the show. We're going to see if we can get lucky today. But this is an exciting game and we'll give some more information about that a little bit later. Also, just want to say thanks to everybody who is participating in our first annual bit games and then we're going to be giving away some prizes so usually we'll give away one hat um, today i'm feeling generous let's give away two hats so all you gotta do to get entered into that competition is to type hashtag sfx into the live chat window your name will be entered into a drawer we'll give a, a, a free hat away towards the, the beginning of the show and then we'll give another free hat away towards the end of the show so just simply type hashtag sfx into the live chat window to be added to that that's being sponsored by j4k also known as just for kicks i went over to the house of the owner jonathan eve yesterday amazing guy phenomenal company great great uh, quality of service if you want to reach out to them it's uh, 1441-704-0055. That's their WhatsApp. It'll be down in the description, and I'll also pop that in the live chat also. They've given me so many items over the past. I've, I've gone through them for hats, for, um, for, for T-shirts, for bags, for tracksuits, for jumpers, and they're just a great company. So really appreciate Just For Kicks. Before we continue, I just want to remind everybody that nothing that is said is financial advice. Please remember to conduct your own analysis and remember that you should seek your own financial advisor before investing. Just remember that you are responsible for your own investing decisions. Let's focus. Let's listen from start to finish. And let's do this. I appreciate everybody kicking it with us on this Sunday morning. Let's have some fun. This is a show that I look forward to each and every month that we put it on. Um, and I just wanted to say a special thank you to everybody who's watching live. We have um, Orchid Spa with the hashtag SFX up there. Um, Terry K with the um, hashtag SFX. And then we also have David Agnew 
with the hashtag SFX. I'm live here, so feel free to pop anything in the chat. I'm waiting on PJ. I got a message from him saying that he had some technical difficulties. He's actually driving his car from his home into work. That's dedication right there. Um, Andrew, not too sure if Andrew got his wires crossed on the timing, but we'll see. I'm going to try and carry the show as, as much as I can for as long as I can. Um, so I spoke to uh, Mr. Photogenic the other day, and we were talking a little bit about the show and, and what we're trying to accomplish here. And Mr. Photogenic sent me this. I want to say a special shout out to Mr. Photogenic. For anybody who is Bermudian, you know what it's about. Mr. Photogenic, let's tell the people what's really good. Hey, cousin, this is your boy, Mr. Photogenic, and you're locked into the best investing channel on YouTube, Signature FX. Big up yourself, my boy, Mandela, and the whole Signature FX team. Like, subscribe, share. Coming in hot. Shout outs to my boy, Photogenic, came through. Um, and he comes through in the clutch every single time. Check him out um, on all his social media. And, and I just love what he's doing for Bermuda, making people happy. And for him to do stuff like that for us, I really appreciate it. Um, so kicking it off today, I think I, I, I'll start off with inflation. So usually what we do is each person has a little something to talk about. I was going to kick it off with inflation anyway. So let's do that. Um, let's see what we got Yeah. Um, so it's a little tricky doing all the controls and all of the talking and all of the hosting, but I'm going to give it my best shot. So the first thing that I wanted to cover with inflation was that it gives us some sort of a signpost. And a lot of people think of it as prices going up, which is invariably what it is. But it also means that um, people are not making as much money or unable to spend as much money as they were previously. Um, but if we're gonna if we're gonna put it into context, and and I like to kind of take a big step back. If you look back at where we were in the 1980s, 1970s, we were a lot higher in inflation. Inflation was was above 10% at those points in time. So the last inflation reading that we got um, was 8.5%. That was the March inflation uh, data point. And this was the, the fastest pace uh, since 1981. It, it was due to the increase in, in gasoline prices. And I think it's tied to the Russia invasion of Ukraine that added to the, to, to the, to the increase. Also, um, the, the crushing of demand due to the pandemic and supply shortages. So on, um, I think it was April 12th, we had the March inflation number came out at 8.5 and investors just, they, they, they were just concerned about what's happening in the world. And that's where I guess this ties into the whole um, inflation debate. Uh, one of the things that the Federal Reserve is going to try to do, and let's let's have a look at this. It shows you where inflation's been since August uh, of 2021. I think the main thing to kind of focus on is once we get a, a bit of a peak in inflation and we see inflation starting to reverse or, or at least um, plateau, and start to come back down, I think that's when we're going to start to see um, market stabilizing. And that's something that I'm, I'm keeping a very close eye on. So what happened in the US was once we had the inflation number, this would have been uh, April 12th, I think it was, um, we saw the, the, the US, um, the NASDAQ, basically the Qs, which is the average um, US tax stocks, they didn't like the news. They didn't like that inflation was coming in hot, just like Mr. Photogenic says so eloquently. And we see movement down in all stocks, basically, all tech stocks. 
We can go into that a little bit later. But what is the Fed doing to kind of combat that? Um, looks like we have PJ just popping in. PJ, how you doing, man? All is well, man. All is well. Had a little emergency this morning, but all is well. Yeah. I how you making up? Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to hold the show as best as I can. Um, it's great to have you on, man. It's really great to have you on. Yeah, anytime, man. I I look forward to these, you know, shows and stuff. And I just had to, yeah, do a plan B. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. And I I haven't heard from Andrew. I hope he's okay. Um, I have a feeling it had something to do with the time change. Yeah, um, most likely. But it, it is good to have you on. I just wanted to to let people know that um, PJ had some technical difficulties earlier today, um, but it's great to see you, P. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was just going through the inflation bit uh, real quick, and then I guess we can move on to to some other crypto, um, some other crypto information. Um, so reminder for people to post hashtag SFX into the um, into the live chat. And you'll be entered into a um, into a draw for for a live hat, for a, a swag hat. Um, Terry Terry K says welcome. Hey PJ. <laughs> I thought, hey, oh Andrew's on as well. Oh my gosh, we got Andrew on. <laughs> oh man, I was I, I hoped you weren't weren't kidnapped, man. Nah, bro. <laughs> uh, guys, just uh, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just totally lost track of the time. Just playing a bit of Mario Kart, and uh, I thought it was about like one one thirty for some reason. And uh, I just seen your missed calls, and looked at the time, and it was like, oh dear. So, yeah. how are we doing, guys? Yeah. How's things? Yeah, we're good. Everything's great. Everything's great. I thought it was like an April Fool's prank or something. No, um, <laughs> we just uh, <laughs> literally just lost track of the time. So uh, sorry, yeah, guys. That's fine. That's that happens all the time. Um, so I was just quickly going through the inflation stuff for everybody, um, and then I guess we can just we can just pick it up from there. Um, so inflation, um, I, I guess, has been an issue for some time now, and I just wanted to tie it into the markets and what I think what's going to be happening in the next few months. Um, in my opinion. I think risk assets are going to continue to move down um, and people are going to be moving their money out of risky assets like stocks, like um, crypto. like crypto even, um, until inflation kind of peaks. And once we see inflation kind of coming back down, because if you have a choice between, you know, feeding your family, buying groceries or buying stocks or even Netflix is a good example. I think people are going to start cutting back on those extras. Yeah, on those so, things that are nice to have. Yes, the grocery's got to go. You know, s stocks yeah. is a must. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends where priorities are for yeah. sure. <laughs> so, but I do think I think I think that it's 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 tied into the markets. I think people are going to be a little bit less risky um, as long as inflation is increasing. Yeah, for sure. So sorry, guys, just really caught me on the hop. So I'm just camera, <laughs> just putting the camera right and everything. But. Uh, <laughs> So what did I miss? So we just started with okay. inflation, yeah? So yeah, we just started with inflation. Literally, um, a minute ago, PJ had to run into town, I think, and he's got a secondary studio that he's at. So <laughs> inflation is talked about. Um, yeah. I think we should, we can give away a hat, actually. Let's give away a hat now. Yeah, just good to chat, break guys. It up a bit. Yeah, let's do that. The chat's looking good. So I'm going to give away a hat to, to the first person that... Um, 
well, the first few people that have, have decided to join in live. So here we go. This is for a signature FX hat. All right. And all the best of luck to everybody. We got quite a few chat. Um, yeah, it's nice, posts. nice good turnout, guys, today. Yeah, it is. Nice, nice to see some of the regulars. So, hi, hi Terry. I see Terry's yeah. in chat. Oh, Epic Island nice. Bros. There we go. Yay. Epic Island Bros. Congratulations. Very well done. Well done. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, so, Epic Island Bros, if you can just send us a message so that we can have your contact information and then we can, um, we'll get you that signature FX hat. Uh, we are live and we are direct. So feel free to post anything in the chat windows. If you have any tickers you want us to look at um, or any feedback, you know, that's that's why we're live for, for all of you out there. Um, okay, so I just wanted to finish up the inflation bit and then we can move on, I think, to, to the next section. Um, so inflation is is kind of like we're, we're, we're looking at in terms of what's going on in the world. I think um, as soon as we see, you know, the Federal Reserve start to sell some of their assets and, and kind of reduce their balance sheet, that's when I think inflation will start to get a bit under control. And the other bit is interest rates. So I think the Federal Reserve is planning to increase interest rates um, towards the end of the year by an, another 2.5% overall. And it's probably going to be around 0.5% per meeting. So you can see back in sort of 2019 interest rates, the Fed funds rate was above 2%. If you look back into 2007, it was above 5%. So it's it's not uncommon for the interest rate to be high. I guess it's just a matter of how are we going to get there. And I think the Federal Reserve is also worried about putting too much pressure and, and causing a recession. So... so so after after these inflation rates rise, Bubs, what would you say is yeah. normally the outcome of it, and how could um, traders prepare for inflation rates rising? That's a good question. So I, I just pulled up the inflation chart. So inflation has been a lot higher. We had had inflation above 14% in the 80s. So this is not completely foreign. But I think what usually what usually does well are things like utilities, which is what things like people cannot avoid. Um, I would even throw in there like the necessities like food and um, oil, things like that that people can't really, um, you can't really cut out of your lives to survive. You know, the daily essentials, I think, will do well. Um, where people are, are looking at, I would even say like Dollar Depot, your Walmarts, maybe people go in to, to look to um, just focus on their budget more. You know, yeah, wholesale, um, wholesale shop, shops for sure. I think those are, are, are definitely going to do well. Um, and it's a lot of things going on. I mean, I, I can't predict the future exactly, but I do think when you realize that your your bills are considerably higher than they were a few months ago, the, the, the average person is going to kind of reassess and look to see where they can cut. Yeah. And that's 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 where I'm looking to avoid investing in. Um, and the places where people cannot cut are places where I would, would look to invest in. Uh how about um, trying to get you know every bang for your buck? Do you know of any companies that fit into those categories that also do well with dividends? Because I think that might be a nice play as well, where you're looking at uh, companies that um, you know pay I don't know one percent, two percent quarterly or something like that. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. 
Sorry, my son's just popped in here. Great show today, guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> I'm going to just uh, pop off for one minute, guys. No, I'll be right no back. Worries, guys. All right. Yes. All right. Just, just, just picking up on the inflation. So uh, I'll speak for myself from the UK. So we're, we're hovering just over the 6% mark ourselves, which is, which is pretty frightening to where we've been. Uh, especially, you know, before Christmas, I think the general general consensus was about uh, a three percent pay rise you know for, for most most organizations within the uk and uh obviously you know through uh from through knowing mandela when i was offered three percent you know, to be turned it down flat because ultimately it's a pay cut so uh what's what's the what's the inflation in bermuda and you know what what how, how do your how do employees and you know sub, subsidize that uh, i don't i don't have those figures on me yeah. just yet i'm not sure if fob does yeah um, i don't have it i don't have it in front of me I, either but yeah. I, but i think i think generally it hovers around three to four percent no no club. I, th I think that's kind of yeah. like where where we hover at um yeah but I, i'm not sure yeah. you know i mean I, I, do, I do think that it, it's also worth mentioning that it does depend what they're putting in the in the calculation um because for certain people let's say high net worth people they're spending on certain things versus somebody who is not so high net worth so i i think it also depends what are you putting in that basket and comparing um yeah so it's so, there's various you know various metrics yes yeah, so just 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 examples for us I'd say we've been over well over six percent maybe touching seven but just, just for myself personally we've seen a like a 50 percent increase in energy bills Mm, and yeah. also 30 percent uh within the grocery shopping uh, every week or every month so the uk you know, it's really uh it's really getting hammered at the moment and sorry uh, did you see 30 30 percent on top of the groceries so, wow wow yeah. that's that's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's, and that's and good. to to think that you know it's not finished yet you know what i mean it just started so <laughs> <laughs> yeah jeez yeah. man and 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 i think you know for a lot of um employees you know, especially, you know, just the other day when compensation um, periods had come around, um, I think a lot of people were really focused on, you know, bonuses and, and how and started to think about, you know, what's going to happen in the, in the uh, upcoming years. You know, if, if I'm getting a 2% um, raise every year um, and inflation's going up 4%, then you're almost getting uh, it's pay cut, cut, yeah. yeah, it's two percent yeah. pay cut for sure. Yeah. It's any yeah. standard of living. So yeah, we've seen it in the UK, and it's uh, it's pretty tough at the moment. Obviously, uh, this has been coming for a while. People are trying to try and put the blame on Putin and Russia, but no, yeah. ultimately it goes a lot deeper than that. And, you know, I think I think Brexit hasn't helped the UK either. So lots of things happening here, and uh, I believe it's going to be another hike in energy around October, uh, potentially, potentially another fifty percent. So mm -hmm. uh, in interesting times, be worth us picking this back up, I think, in, in a couple of months and, and seeing yeah. where we're at. Yeah, I agree. I, I wanted to just finish this up and, and um, just let people know that the, the correlation between the inflation and, and like the US 100 or the, the NASDAQ has been very, very clear. Once the inflation number came out in April at 8.5 percent, um, stocks just basically said they didn't like that. Um, and they've moved down considerably since then. So I do think that until inflation gets under control, I do think we do have some more downside in stocks. And um, I, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here. I'm trying to be realistic. And um, sometimes you're in a bull market. Sometimes you're in a bear market. 
Um, I think the last two years, a lot of people were buying the dips. Yeah. And now you got to flip it on its head and you got to short the rips. I think exactly. shorting the rips so, is, is, is playing um, yeah. playing well right now. That's what for yeah. sure. You know, both both markets are profitable. You just you just need need to know when to sell. So yeah. I keep going on about it myself with Bitcoin. So I, I'm short on Bitcoin. And people are asking why am I selling Bitcoin? And the best explanation I give, I'm not really selling my Bitcoin. I'm just buying US dollars with my Bitcoin at the moment. And I'll be looking to convert them back in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. I think it's smart. I think it's smart in the short term. And we always talk about this every single show. It's a difference between trading and investing. Yeah. Um, and you have to kind of be realistic about, you know, what are your goals and, and what is your exit strategy? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. Because if in the next two months, Bitcoin's down another 10%, which is possible, it could be up 10%. You know where do you want to be what we're like what's the best position for you if bitcoin does go down or crypto does go down another 10 percent? yeah yeah sure. and people a lot of people don't i don't i don't think a lot of people consider that as much but um i think th that's why we have this show yeah that's i don't want to leave obviously because it's late uh i don't mind going last guys i don't know if pj wants to go into crypto next and then we can have a little talk yeah, sure. about bitcoin yeah to be fair you know i i literally just came on like two seconds before yeah. you andrew but um it's all right well, Mike could speak i can i can go next i can go next if you guys want yeah oh you but, want you want a minute to just settle in yeah, yeah I'll, just... go on guys okay I'll, that's I'll, fine I'll, I'll go in so okay uh, my, my 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 favorite guy elon musk he's, he's out again making all the right yeah. or wrong headlines depending where, where you sit and he made an offer to buy Twitter, and it's just just been incredible. So uh, I'm actually on Twitter. Don't take it too serious. Uh, I find at the point I find some of the users a little bit a uh, little bit dramatic, and uh, I do see a little bit too much of things like cancel cancel culture, a little bit of bullying on Twitter, which which I don't really like. But uh, so Musk Musk's gone in for it, and he's offered forty million for Twitter. And uh, just looking at his net worth of 273 billion, and sorry, 40 billion he's offered, it's just it's a drop in the ocean for the guy. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, so Twitter blew up. So when he when he made the offer, we had you know people I, I'd say you know people from the left were threatening to leave Twitter, and you know they're quite concerned that people, you know someone like Elon you know might might give access to some, maybe some of the wrong people from from the right uh big question guys about the free freedom of speech but for for myself uh no we can't live in a fair democracy without freedom of speech but we do have to draw a line with freedom of speech that when it becomes hate speech it has to stop so it's it's really interesting and uh, i think we're waiting on uh, he's waiting on the board now to make a decision uh, on his offer what he's going to do but guys what what do you think and you know what what do you think his reasons are for buying and i'd like to open this up to the chat as well what do you think is this good for twitter uh bad for twitter with elon buying it well i i could speak on that um i i really admire somebody that is brave enough to go against um i guess an establishment that you know um may or may not have you know or may have a lot of, a lot of uh issues with with uh how to say it he let, let's just go through his history he he was somebody that wanted to um disrupt the payment sector so he created paypal with his other co-founders or whatever and you know he was demonized in the media from jump he's also disrupted the electric car 
uh, manufacturing, I mean, car manufacturing company, why having electric vehicles is now, um, you know, going to space. So it just seems like he's a habitual sort of a, a disruptor. And I think it's not necessarily, um, when you hear disruption, you, you often associate it with a negative sort of connotation. And I feel like in this sense, you know, he's, he's, he's making things better. He's, he's, he's providing almost like a service for humanity. So um yeah I, i'm i'm all for it because it seems like it's from what i can see it's you know it's hard to be in, a, in a good place um he reminds me a lot of steve jobs in that sense where it's just a driver he just wants to get things done um but yeah i, I just think he, he ruffles a little feathers on yeah, his yeah, so sure. but yeah. you know it, it, his outcomes are, are you know what i mean i'll judge him off of his outcomes and you know so far he's doing a great job you know he just changed the whole um you know let for tesla's you know especially you know um you know the electric car vehicle um is it, it, yeah it's just amazing right yeah yeah it's, it's really good so I'm actually a good good for, I'm, a, I'm a fan of tesla I read like read like a cars but yeah with twitter it's just interesting you know i'm just seeing a lot of people reacting like say i call them a SJWs, and then we're seeing people from the right as well. And you know, myself, someone who just sits in the middle. It's uh, it's just interesting times. Uh, he's saying if he can't buy it, he's gonna uh, start up his own platform. I'm just wondering what that platform's gonna be, what it's gonna look like. And you know, I hope, like I say, I hope it's not gonna sway too far. Yeah, maybe to the right. You know, I'm hoping it's gonna be quite central and it's it's neutral for all. You know, that's where I'm looking at for sure. Was was he somebody? Wasn't he involved with Signal? That um, WhatsApp alternative wasn't it? Wasn't it him who was involved or promoted Signal? Have you yeah, guys heard? Yeah, sure. yeah, it might have, might have been actually. Yeah, it was like an alternative to WhatsApp. I think it was more, yeah, more encrypted. Uh, more encrypted, wasn't it? If I, if I got the right one. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was looking at that. Just yeah, picking up what uh, Orchard Spa saying. How his pockets are deep enough to show his dominance. Uh, I agree. Yeah. You know, yeah, it could, you know, could, yeah, could, you know, could, could this be part ego as well? I'm, I'm sure, 240 billion in your pocket. Uh, you know, you're used to getting your own way and doing your own thing for sure. So, uh, yes, yeah. I think I also really think he he does have a history of of wanting to have fun. Like he's he's been on Saturday Night Live. I think he, he's definitely yeah. not shy, um, and he he's looking to enjoy his life. Um, I do think it, it it is a bit of fun for him. Um, it did come around the same time as as Tesla earnings, yeah. so I thought that was interesting too. I don't know if that was a coincidence. I have the Tesla chart here, um, and we can talk about the side bet later. Yes, but yes. maybe maybe he wanted to to kind of tie it in with some good tesla i mean there's no such thing as bad publicity i guess with him buying twitter um yeah and um i just i think he's a phenomenal person in in, yeah. in general yeah. so i don't really understand like how, how how it works maybe over in the states or you know where twitter's planted but if if his offer is substantial and profitable are they are they uh you know obliged to, to sell twitter to him how does it work you know with the shareholders or people on the board yeah, yeah so it would be a vote so yeah. um i'm not a u.s um specialist but in as far as what i've read so far um the shareholders would go to vote and they would decide whether or not um they would accept his offer um and what the board has done already is they've said if there is an offer made then they're going to flood the market with extra shares to dilute any any sort of takeover bid 
um, right. to try and discourage him from doing it. Um, and I think it's, I can't remember the proportion. I think it maybe is a two thirds majority. Um, yeah. And if the so, shareholders want it, then they'll, you know, obviously it will go to Elon. Right. That's, yeah, it's yeah. just really interesting. And it's going to be interesting to see which way, which way Twitter goes if he does buy it. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm following this story quite, quite closely. And maybe we'll pick back up on it uh, in a couple of weeks and, and we'll see where it's at. Yeah, that's a good point. Wasn't there someone else that offered, um, had made an offer on Twitter as well? Wasn't Was BlackRock involved with that as well? Did you guys see any articles on that? I, um, I did. So I did see, so I saw that BlackRock had bought a fraction. So as far as I remember, Elon earns 9% of Twitter. He went into the open market, bought 9%. And then I think BlackRock went in and bought 10% or 12%. Um, I don't think that they are planning to do like a, a complete takeover, like a hostile takeover like Elon Musk is. Right. But I think they wanted to show that they're interested as well in Twitter. Um, I think that was a good call out, Pete as mm. well um i mean do you guys use twitter a lot do you think it, it's a game changer or do you think it may be just uh, a sideshow a bit, a bit of a sideshow for me uh, i used to like twitter but once 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 council culture started uh like sort of fell out of love with it i you know i don't like that behavior you know i yeah. think everyone's entitled to their opinion you know no, i think within reason like like i said you know farm got freedom of speech we don't live in a democracy do we so yeah. you know but when your freedom of speech becomes hate speech i i, I think that's different but I don't don't really like what they done to uh, you know Joe Rogan. I thought you know he's, he was very well edited. I thought it put together, and yeah. you know I didn't didn't appreciate that. And I think there's a couple of other people on there as well that uh, cancel culture try to get hold of, and that's what Twitter seems to be. You know I think the platform could be quite bullying, you know, and uh, you know I think people are being tried, you know, for tweets they sent maybe 10, 12 years ago. But I can tell you now I'm, I'm a totally different person, you know, through experience, life lessons. You know, friends, family, culture. I'm a totally different person to what I was ten years ago. And you know, for us to hang people out to dry or something, you know, they they said in jest, you know, twelve, ten, twelve years ago. I just think it's wrong, and uh, that, that's the side of Twitter I don't like. Yeah, no, I, I agree. We, we I have we have to we have to also remember how influential the platform has been for like presidential campaigns. Yeah. Um, it's a direct method for you know someone to express their views or, or, and um it, it, a lot of leaders are in um creamer he he uses it frequently um he's a techie guy um but you know i'm not sure i don't personally i i didn't really gravitate to it um i i look at it now and then and i want to find information from certain people but there are other platforms that I are more comfortable, you know, using. Um, maybe it's just time, you know, get more comfortable using it. But yeah, yeah. got a lot of younger people really uh, using it. Um, yeah. So well, talking I, about, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, just, I just, <laughs> great show, guys. Great show. Live. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, for myself, I find it great for uh, trading news. So obviously, I've got. And my followers set up predominantly forex traders or crypto traders it's ideal for that so rather than me you know scrolling through the bbc or sky news mm-hmm. really i just i just log on to twitter and i got got my top stories there but i will say the last couple of months i probably started following uh you know some more influencers than i normally would and then i've just seen i've seen an ugly site to twitter that i, that I just don't like yeah 
I agree. I mean, talking about posts, I think we we could just quickly look at some of the posts that we had from the live chat. And thanks thanks to everybody who's watching live. Um, I think this is um, Andrew Rain, I believe. So um, shout out to, to Andrew Rain. Yeah. Um, and then we got a couple other sh um, shout outs here. Roger Bowen saying dub plates earlier. Um, <laughs> everybody was happy when pj came on and then we had the whole gang here um after mario kart after you finished your mario kart lap sorry guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i think we've ended up with a pretty lit show um and it's it's yeah. i think it's it's rolling really well i think we can go on to the next section um there was one other comment here just from orchid spa i think this is janika um thanks janika for your lovely posts and she's saying also the data part i guess um the access to the data which i don't usually think about on a day-to-day -day basis but i think that could help with marketing and there's a lot of value in that um yes. that's a really it's a really good point just a really good comment and, and yeah for sure I can imagine if he takes over twitter we'll be seeing uh lots of adverts for tesla spacex and flamethrowers yeah yeah <laughs> i know yeah. a lot of people are yeah. concerned you know because you know mark zuckerberg he got in trouble for you know facebook um and data leaks and stuff like that where they were pretty much um gathering people's data and, and using it to their advantage without the customers or, or participants know so you know i think hearing in the news sometimes you hear him talk about you know a perspective and, and sometimes the people that are complaining about it are the people responsible for doing the same thing so you need to just you know take a high level view and just observe everything you know because um i i i gotta you know today was one of those days but um yeah I, next time you guys talk about it i'll see if i can find that clip where i had the news reporter asking or, or commenting on elon musk and uh, mm -hmm. she was pretty much running and done but yeah the media you know establishment that she represents uh just as guilty or even more guilty of doing the same thing she was running him down for so again yes you step back and observe you know people's movements right yeah, yeah. just yeah just, uh, just just gonna go back to uh orchard sparse in uh mark's being accused of swaying the election on my facebook so i've actually i just didn't want to get into the politics and maybe political mm -hmm. views in the us but i do believe in in fairness and equality. And I think ban banning one candidate from social media, a complete ban, I think that's unfair. I know, and you know, certainly not, not a Trump fan, I don't, don't appreciate some of the things he's done in the US. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make it fair and transparent, there should be no political uh, opinions on Facebook or Twitter, uh, Instagram. You know, if you're gonna ban one, you should ban, ban them all. So uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that for sure. You know, I think, uh, if you're if you're easily persuaded by social media, which a lot of people are, if you just see him, you know, vote Biden, vote Biden, vote Biden, you know, it's, it's going to get in there, it's going to sink in for sure. So uh, yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree with that definitely. Traditional forms of media are, are guilty of that as well, right? They've got CNN that represents one particular political party and their views, and, and it seems like it's heavily um, biased. And you know, you got Fox that's the other. So, you know, it depends on what cup of tea you like to drink, you know what I mean? And, and it seems like, you know, yeah, it's, again, you just have to kind of like not pick a side. I, and that's yeah. my problem with a lot of these um, outlets. It seems like the, the biasness is so strong, where it's almost forcing you to pick a team, you know what I mean? Everybody wants to be on this side or that side, you know? Yeah. yeah yeah for sure that, that's what i found on social media uh you, you can't seem to have a different opinion without people wanting to cancel you or 
uh, you set your life up with us or against us. And, and sometimes it's like, not against you, just, just don't agree with you on, you know, topic A. But topic B and C, you know, I might be, you know, fully with you guys. But yeah, so I, I'm finding that and also seems to be trialed by social media as well. So I'm probably, probably going off on a tangent now. I'm just, just picking up on the Johnny Depp case and Amber Heard. And the guy got cancelled, didn't he, by Disney back back in 2017 or whenever it was, uh, without trial. And now it's actually gone to trial. You know, this this guy's been through some serious domestic abuse, you know. And uh, so, yeah, tri trial by social media is not a good thing as well. So that, that's another reason uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Twitter either. Yeah, no, I agree. I um, I think this we're in a, a crazy world right now and there's a lot of unprecedented things we haven't touched i think half of the amount of things that are going on right now in the world um but i did want to quickly pivot to um the the games that we guys are, are, are hosting um i think um there are a lot of people watching right now so every month we do some sort of um uh, competition for our, for our members or, or our WhatsApp groups. Uh, we call them community. And um, this month we're doing a, a trading competition. So just wanted to quickly go through a little bit about what that is. Well, we have um, everybody's attention. Um, basically, what we're trying to do is give everybody um, $100,000 and in virtual money, not in real money. Um, yeah, we <laughs> Make sure people are not trying to get uh, <laughs> any ideas. Um, but yeah, 100, 100K. And then we ended up um, getting 100 people to participate. And we're calling it the, the Bit Games, the Bermuda International Trading Games, uh, proudly sponsored by our signature FX. And the plan is to try and do this um, once every year. Um, and we were able to, to speak to um, the number one participant. So the guy who's in first place is named Shane Akuls. And we have a few words from Shane who is in first place. If you wanna hear what to do to get into first, listen clearly. As we wrap up week three of the first annual Bermuda International Trading Games, uh, it's been quite a lot of fun. So right now we've got two Shanes in the number two spot. Uh, but the last few weeks, my my real back and forth has been with Curtis McClure. Uh, and, I, and I think about what is the most fun in this competition. And that is I'm getting a lot of great trading ideas. Some of these uh, I'm not acting on in the game, but I am taking on in my personal trading uh, in the real world. Uh, I think about a lot of good names and good ideas, uh, especially on the reopening trade uh, with these hotel names. Uh, I saw a lot of people were looking at Marriott, uh, Delta, some of the airlines. I'm personally uh, really big in energy, uh, but looking to kind of diversify a little bit. And this game has been a great way for me to kind of think about what else is out there. Uh, when I think about what I don't like about the game, you know, I've turned into a little bit of uh, a defensive trader where I'm looking at what other people have uh, versus myself and not just thinking about my absolute return, but thinking about my in-game return relative to them. And so I'm not just always looking for the best trade for today or this week, but I'm looking for how can I defend my position because I keep being this number one, this vulnerable spot uh, and, and trying to protect it. So I think it's interesting. It's a lot of fun uh, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's a great game. and I, I'm hopeful this is going to be not just the first, but first of many 
annual international games. Guys, I just want to say uh, 9.65%. That's, that's an amazing return. So well done, Shane. That's really, really good. And uh, I can't see anyone catching him. I think I think he can down tools and uh, enjoy enjoy take some time off, Shane. Just put your feet up, Peter Clada. Uh, that's brilliant. That's really really good. And just one thing I want to say about the competition. So myself, I'm not involved. Uh, Mandela knows I'm not a big fan of the competitions or even side bets. But guys, you two who have organised this, it's well done, guys. To you pair, I think it's uh, hats off to the two of you. We've worked really hard and to get a hundred people in the competition. I think I think, just think it's amazing. I tell you one thing that nearly swayed me is when I seen the prizes. And uh yeah, guys, what first prize, what a prize. You no, know, it's just it's just brilliant. So well done, guys. It's really, really good. And Shane, you're in cruise control, mate. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, over 90%. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah, yeah it's it's amazing. It's really, really good. Yeah. I wouldn't relax though, because me and Fub's coming for you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, PJ and I are in it, and um, I've been trying some crazy strategies. I wish I could say that my goal was to be in last and then go from last to first, because that's how it's kind of it's turned out. Um, right now, I think I'm like 30th, some in the mid 30s. Um, but with 100 people, I, it just shows you that it's not easy to kind of make a profit, and it, it gives you a little bit of a, an opportunity to experiment and and only basically you have limited risk. Um, I spoke to my sister, she's doing it, her and her husband have their own side bet. So whoever wins gets the weekend off without the kids. Um, so <laughs> whoever's the highest basically out of the two of them. So it's bring, bringing families together. And um, I think a lot of people have, have been given some positive feedback so, as well. Yeah, just yeah. the last thing from me on that is, uh, guys, when I see the prize money, so it's you guys being part of Signature FX, what, what's happening guys, is there a donation? Going to your favorite charity in Bermuda, or are you splitting it? Or what, what's the plan, guys? What's the rules? So my honestly, my honest, um, my honest plan was if I were to win and, and if I was to get up to Shane's level, um, I was going to give the, the prize to the second place person or I roll it over until next year so that next year's prize would be twice as large. Those were my yeah, yeah, me and PJ go party and nice one, Mandela. We're off out here. I'll give you a round of drinks. No, I just yeah. But yeah, um, no, this 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 competition has has been um something that I see a lot of people and you know, and I follow each person's trades. And you know, in the beginning, um, you had guys that were heavily, heavily rated in just crypto, and you know. One of the things that I, I guess the game would, would teach them is that, you know, you have different cycles. You know, there's a real emphasis on cycles. Last year, you could have threw your money on anything, and it seemed like it would have just gave you these ridiculous returns, stocks and crypto alike. But this year, there's a lot of volatility going on, a lot of uncertainty going on um, in the markets. It's, it's very choppy. So you have to kind of pick your time frame, which what which you want to trade and i think for me in the beginning um i took my eye off it and trading risky you know it was fake money so you don't really put the same importance of um stop losses and entry points and exit points and stuff like that or well, for some you know because i've been doing it while i was you know working and stuff and I pull out the phone 
um, check a few charts. Okay, cool, it's a great entry point. And then I'm, you know, distracted with work and, and whatever. Yeah. And I forget that, you know, I may have either made the, you know, made the correct decision on the trade and um, it went in my direction, but I overheld. So now I'm going into profit and then back into, you know, that type of thing or, so, or loss. So that's the type of things that, you know, whoever's going to be um, continuing to trade, keep, keep a time frame in sight. You know, yeah. are you short term? Are you looking at a monthly chart? Are you looking at a weekly chart? You know, keep your time frames at, at the uh, forefront of your trades, you know? Yeah. And I, I think um, you're right. I think that's that's one of the things that I got from Shane's um, piece there. He is kind of focused on what the other competitors are doing, too. So you have to kind of know if everybody else is buying crypto, um, what will happen if crypto goes up? You know that that's that's also part of the the analysis but shane has been doing well and the only thing that i can say the only thing i can say about shane is coming in hot, coming in hot. yeah <laughs> um, do you guys want to do <laughs> you want to go chatting about charts next i think um there's a few people that that want to look at some charts um yeah pull so... up a couple charts if you guys are good with that yeah, I don't mind. Uh, do you want me to go first? I wouldn't mind. Yeah, you go through, for it. You I wouldn't mind going through yeah. Bitcoin, and I just wouldn't mind going through some of the challenges that I've been working on a lot last month. So, guys, let me just share my screen. Yep, go for it. Gotcha. Okay, here we go. Okay, let me. Uh, so, hoping everyone can see are okay. So guys, yes, yes the ch chart I drew on Bitcoin and I'm trading weekly timeframes uh, lately. Uh, reason being, definitely giving me more time to think, more time to maneuver. The only downside to trading weekly is sometimes I'm jumping in a trade too early and then I'm getting, get, maybe getting stopped out and then, then the trade's going in my direction. So just yeah, really just a bit, 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 bit more patience. But what I'm looking at, guys, so we drew this trend line in, I think it's about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we, we broke the trend line. Uh, we opened below it. Uh, we then tested uh, this uh, resistance here and the line. You can see now Bitcoin is, is definitely uh, in a downward cycle. So for myself, uh, what I'm looking at is this 39,000 or 40,000. It's like life support for Bitcoin. It's really hanging on for dear life. And I think what's happening now is the market's very undecided. So we got buyers and sellers, which just seem to be canceling each other out at the moment. Uh, we seem to be seeing a, maybe a little push by maybe one, two thousand dollars, and then, then we're seeing it come back down. So for myself, I'm going to be looking at Bitcoin. It's, it's you know we, we're probably going to see this. You know, probably going to see thirty-seven. Uh, we'll see. We'll see a correction, and then for myself, I, I'm definitely taking Bitcoin down to thirty-five. I did yeah. think we were going to see it uh, touch 53 a couple of weeks ago before before continuing the downward trend, but for, for myself, uh, yeah, I think I think Bitcoins, I think Bitcoin and most cryptos are going down for the remainder remainder of the year. So I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised to see 35k, and I'm probably going to take that trade either tomorrow morning or a week Monday. I'm actually going to short Bitcoin, and I'll let you guys know where I'm at. So question really is to you too you know where, where do you see bitcoin going are you bullish bearish or do you think we're just going to see a bit more consolidation in the market uh pj you want to go first or do you want me to take it 
You're on mute, P. You're on mute. Sorry, you, you could take it. I was just pulling up something. Okay, yeah, I'll go. I'll go for it. Okay, so I'm gonna pull up my Bitcoin. It's the exact same chart, but it's just got a little um, different lines in it. So um, I I tend to agree, and this is. <sighs> This is worrying because when we agree, Andrew, um, I'm usually wrong at some point. So I'm, I'm trying not to agree with yeah. you. I, I, I don't think that we're going up from here. Yeah. Um, and I do think that the trend has been down. We've seen um, a lot of selling in, in Bitcoin. It's just struggling to kind of stay anywhere above a 40K. Um, that's that's kind of the, the line in the sand for me. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of came back down. I think you had something similar um, yeah. to these lows in um, May 2021. Everybody knows this is not financial advice and, and I'm not a fortune teller. But these lows, I think, are, are significant. And there's probably a lot of stop losses kind of down this in, in this area. Um, so that's why I'm kind of using that as a line in the sand. Um, it's it's not easy to say because a lot of us hold crypto, a lot of us hold Bitcoin, and 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 only want to see it go up. But yeah. if you're being realistic here, um, I, I, I would take the approach of I'm not going to get any more. Um, but if it gets down to to sort of 30k, I'll I'll pick up a little bit more. I'll start nibbling at a little bit yeah. more around 30k. And if 30k can hold, um, maybe even like 29 or 28k then then I'm, I'm looking to try and buy some more that's that's my approach yeah so uh, yeah i totally agree but just to go back to that so uh yeah you know i got crypto we're holding it but there's been so much money in crypto you know since we started uh there's been so much gains if yeah. you haven't taken any money out of the market that you know i'm sorry to say this i think it's more for you you know there's, there's been plenty yeah. of opportunities to take some money off the table i think that you, yeah. know, that, you know that that's what i'll be looking to do and like you say, you know, for me, uh, it's really about converting my Bitcoin to dollars. And then once I've got those dollars, it's about buying Bitcoin back at the right time. But for yeah. me, uh, you know, it's, 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 I'm definitely bearish on Bitcoin. I have been, I think, since about 62K. But yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it's holding on for DLI for 40K. I just think we keep getting uh, breaks below 40K. Uh, you know, that, that support, that resistance level is gone. And uh, that's the end of that. So... Uh, definitely looking to show up Bitcoin in the next week or two and my first target will be 35 and then I'll probably do a review when around 35k where I think it's going next but yeah Mandela it's dangerous when we agree but uh, I think you know we could see we could see uh, you know 30k by the end of this year so if you're yeah. a hodler you know it's not, it's not the news you, you really want, want to hear but you know I think with us crypto hodlers we just have this unhealthy emotional attachment uh, to our crypto coins and mm -hmm. you know it's, it's not good you know there's yeah. money on there's money on the table for sure you know if you've been in crypto yeah. for a long time i think uh you know for myself i'm looking i'm gonna be looking to cash in for sure yeah i i do think everybody should remember to have an exit strategy no matter what um yeah. you know you could buy and hold if you're investing um but it's always good to have an exit strategy for the for the loss exit for the profit um worst case scenario best case scenario um if you're long and also one thing for, for a lot of the beginners is look into shorting look into how to short what is shorting um i think that's something that i was exposed to um early on was yeah. with the competition people were asking me you know how do you short how do you make money on the downside and 
it's a concept that once you wrap your head around it, it's exactly the same as going long or, or, or buying and selling. Um, but it is, it, it gives you another tool in your toolbox. Um, so if you want to be flexible. It just brings me back, Mandela, when you first taught me how to trade and uh, you was telling me to sell sell gold or to short gold. And, yeah. you know, there was there was no way I could get my head around it. It was like, yeah, how can you make money by by, by selling something? Uh, yeah. But yeah. I think I think one of the examples you gave me, Mandela, I think you know, all those years ago, was ultimately flipped the chart upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah take a screenshot of your chart. Yeah, flip you know flip it up and then off you go you know if you if you can only see long positions you can definitely look at doing that for sure yeah i agree and that's that's what it is so um i think we're we're kind of coming up to time a little bit and i i know we we have a lot that we wanted to cover i wanted to just quickly mention the side bet i can throw it over to you pj if you like um but i the only thing i will say is it finishes on tomorrow finishes end of day tomorrow i think so I don't know if you want to take it, take it, P, and, and let people know what's been going on with that. I can pull up the chart. Yeah, thanks, Rob. So, so Mandela and Andrew's been going at it. We had a side bet. Um, was it the beginning of March? Uh, yes, it was beginning of March. The last, I think it was the last Blueprint show was when yes. we did it. Yeah. So we, we had it so that we will try to figure out where the price of Tesla would be um i i assume there will probably be a gap being filled which was hovering mm -hmm. around the uh one thousand dollar mark and so the side bet was would it be higher or lower than the one thousand dollar price and at the moment how are we looking for right yeah, right now the price is one thousand i don't know if you can see okay yeah so we're, we're yeah. right on that looking at yeah. it you see a lot of um long skinny wicks on the top so uh there's a lot of selling pressure there <laughs> yeah it was so it, it's pretty much right on on the 1000 you can't get too much closer than that um if you go a little closer you can see the earnings when the earnings came out uh, let me do this so when earnings came out it kind of whipsawed a bit so this was the last i guess the last few days so we gapped up above it after earnings and then we'll come right back to it. So it's anybody's. I think it's anybody's side back. Andrew, I just wish you all the best. I'm, I'm saying that you do. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's possibly gonna be around 980 by the 27th. That's my 980. Okay. That's so that means Andrew. Andrew would have won that. Um, but yeah, it, it's good fun. I think it's it was a good pick. I don't know if this has anything to do with Twitter. Um, but it's it's been fun looking at Tesla, even though I'm not physically or, or personally invested in it. Yeah. Um, just having having the side bet makes it a little bit more exciting for me. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's the side bet there. Um, the next one that we had on the list of things to do. Uh, what was it, guys? Oh, um, let's do let's do a giveaway. Let's do one more giveaway. For anybody who's put S, uh, hashtag SFX in the chat window, this is your last chance. We're going to give away another Signature FX hat. I'm going to give everybody um, five more seconds to type in hashtag SFX. We're live. We're on YouTube. Thank you for your, your viewership. Thank you for chilling with us, everybody. Um, let's give it a go. Good luck to everybody. There we go. For your Signature FX hat. And the winner is 
Drum roll, please. Nikki Love. Nikki Love, congratulations. Well, Nikki Love. Very well done. Very done. Uh, very well done, Nikki Love. I think we have some confetti here that we can drop for her. Um, very well done. <laughs> nice job, Nikki. Nice job. Um, and we'll get that hat to you. I, I think I know who that is. I think that's um, Nikki Clark, who lives out there in the West End. So I'll get her that hat um, next time I see her. Um, wise words of wisdom, guys. Any anything that you kind of want to share with people? Anything that's kind of stuck out this week, or anything that you think anybody would would value or, or gain a, um, any insight from? Yeah, I, th I think so. So if you can just share my screen again. Yep. There we go. Yes, my wise words would be join our Discord channel, uh, Signature FX. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You like that one? Yeah. <laughs> I um, like that. I like that. Yeah, and as you can see, it's just pure quality content. You know, it's uh, you, you won't get this from Goldman Sachs or anywhere else. You know, we've got yeah. Elon and we've got uh, inflation coming in higher than expected. So, guys, you know, if you want some top, top, top advice, uh, pop over to our Discord channel at Signature FX. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, just a reminder to everybody as well if you're not familiar with Discord, we will be doing, um, we will be putting together a video of what what the discord is and and how to navigate a little bit better um but yeah andrew you've been spending a lot of time helping to build that out and i've noticed a lot more traffic uh, a lot more interaction with people and i just think of it as a better whatsapp um, yeah for sure so it's, it's just easier to share some setups uh some trade ideas or trades i'm taking uh yes yeah, so it's a little bit easier for me than, than whatsapp and like I say whatsapp's more of a I don't know for me anyway it's more of a family family platform anyway so it's uh yeah. and with the with the time difference with you guys as well you know i have to mute quite a lot on whatsapp so uh I'm keeping you up all night you are guys to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful um pj any wise words you want to share with anybody um i, I would just say you know for those who's, who's dealing with the uh, trading challenge, you know, just look at all sort of sectors, um, plan your trades. Um, mm -hmm. don't, don't just act on impulse. Don't just look at Shane's and say, oh, he bought uh, Monero and let me buy Monero. Like, you know, get get the practice of setting up your trades and stuff and, and you really see improvements. You really do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, P. And that's a good reminder to me, too, because I've been chasing a lot and um, chasing isn't working right now. So um, my, I guess my wise words of wisdom is find what works best for you and, and try and stick with your plan um, and, and, and see it through. Try not to be somebody else, you know, be yourself. Um, that's, that's my advice. And just talking about being yourself, um, I am an Arsenal supporter. PJ is an Arsenal supporter. This is not an Arsenal show. No. But, um, when, when things happen in the world, you know, you have to give respect where respect's due. That's, that's all I'll say. Um, Absolutely. Um, this has been a crazy show and, um, I, I just feel like Arsenal has been, it's been like almost like a stock that hasn't been doing well. No. And you have to celebrate the, the small, the small wins, I guess. Yeah. Ho hopefully, hopefully we could continue to run. But as yeah. as we know, you know, the emotions have been volatile. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have. They have. They really yeah. have. Can't, so, can't, yeah. can't even get too excited anymore. Yeah. Let me know when you finish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for watching. <laughs>
<laughs> little inside joke there. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's it. Do you guys want to do an after show or do you want to um, just wrap it up? I mean, uh, we can wrap it up, jump or jump back on. How are you guys fixed for time? Anything, anything else you want to talk about? And is there anything really in the chat or in the comments that we want to oh, yeah, discuss? That. Um, let's see here. So we got a, a shout out to Shane. I think everybody's um, really supportive of the of the competition and um, enjoying that. And Terry saying congrats to the winners for today's show. Great sport. I think uh, Terry's won at least two items in the past. So um, a good sport as well. Thanks to everybody in the chat. Uh, and thanks for everybody watching. If there's anything that anybody wants us to cover, any any tickers that you want us to look at uh, before we finish up, I guess we can wait. If you guys are happy yeah. to wait two minutes, yeah, for so sure. I'm just think, just thinking about the competition. I'm uh, I am like flabbergasted by the first prize. I'm just thinking out oh, that, that that covers my tip. That, that'll cover a plane ticket to Bermuda. We could do a great oh, yeah. show, guys, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah. We? So we need a win, P. We need a win. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's I think that's, that's Don't a worry. Don't worry. We'll go we got a month. We'll go what, a guys, month. what one of you needs to win because you know it's not like like you know we we trade part-time over YouTube show or anything offer advice, you know. So to be fair, I, I I definitely felt guilty to uh you know not not checking it, you know, not not setting my uh, targets and like the other day I had like almost like a two gram pop on one of my um, positions and I just let this thing ride out you know what I mean and and should have took profits and you know dealing with you know my children and all that type of stuff throughout the day it just completely eroded man and and it's, it's things like that where I wouldn't have done that if it was you know real money yeah. it's just, just like just, oh. yeah just just for myself uh, guys do you think we can get the competition winner on the show so every other month so it could be shane following month could be i don't know just let's read through the list you know it could be orchard spa it could be you know terry could, do, do you think we could reach out and ask, ask the guys to come on the show as a, a special guest on the on the panel and maybe we can just discuss then a topic they'd like to bring up you know something they might be following in the news uh investing related Definitely, yeah. I can coordinate that. Um, maybe have one person per show or, or a panel yeah. of people per show. Yeah, yeah that's I think that'll be fun. Um, I know a lot of people have been supporting us and sharing the message. So, thank you to you, those of you who are sharing, you know, all the posts and um, sharing the links for these videos. Um, I I wasn't able to get all the participants for the uh, competition, but a lot of people reached out to their friends and their family. So there are quite a few people who invited two or three other people. So that was phenomenal too. And if we can continue to do that, and yeah, if if Shane wants to come on the show or or uh, Orchid Spa or Nikki or anybody, just let us know. Uh, yeah, we'll be happy to have you on. Yeah. So um, I think that's it. Without further ado, yeah. everybody. Yeah, guys, I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you in the week. Okay, have All a good right. one. Take care. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Peace. Right. Peace.